Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology. The moment you've waited for, it's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Day here along with Jeremy Smith. Smith. Jeremy Smith. Two names. Jeremy Smith, the pushback king and blessing Mofu, the coolest of the cool guys that we know. He has all the cool points, right, Jeremy? So many cool points. So many cool points. It's not even fair. <laughs> so um, we uh, we were kind of shooting around an idea. We thought I'd talk about it a little bit. Kind of the pros and cons of all-in-one solutions. So all-in-one solutions, um, it could be Salesforce or, and I only say Salesforce because they're like the they're like that eight hundred pound. 900 pound how many pound gorilla is it usually when people use that saying i have no idea 800 600 but they like a ton Ooh, 2000 pound it's a big gorilla not like king kong gorilla why am i talking about gorillas um you are stuck on these I animals am, dude. right seriously so the gorilla <laughs> in the room because that's salesforce everyone knows salesforce it's huge but then there's also like christian specific like ministry churchy things where you have your cms that's also your website which also does your payment gateway which handles your email and it handles all these things in one cool solution and um, I have my gut big picture perspective and I feel pretty strongly about it. But at the same time, I understand and get the appeal and I could see there being potential situations where that might be the best choice. Um, even though my gut says otherwise, my, my biggest, my biggest fear with those, those is that, you know, you're putting all eggs in one basket when the service goes away. Um, then what do you do? Because they may go away. Also, it gives you no flexibility. Um, you're 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 getting a one size fits all solution. Uh, you know, if you go to buy tools, you go to you go down to the to go down to Sears. I say Sears because it seems funny to use Sears as an example for this. You go down to Sears and it's locked because you can't get in because they closed. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> okay, so you go to the tool store to buy some tools, and you know you have like the all-in-one tool, or you could buy like a nice hammer and a nice wrench and a nice screwdriver. Like nobody gets the all-in-one tool and be like, "I'm going to remodel my house with this all-in-one tool." Like that's like no, that's not what you do because everybody knows that there's quality in getting a high-quality tool that does the one specific thing, and that's just so true. Okay, like it just makes sense. Um, at the same time, if you just need a light, a little work done real quick and easy, like, you know, the, the doorknob is loose on the bathroom, like the all in one tool can be super useful, right? You just grab it, whip it out, you know, tighten it up and you're done. So different tools for different jobs, but it generally speaking, I loathe and cannot stand the all in one tools. They seem so like they oversell, overpromise, and it's a mess. And I have seen other organizations get stuck in those. They don't have they 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 hit the maximum capacity. They need to grow beyond it, and they can't in one particular area. And they're so tied in with all the tentacles, and it never ends well. I've never seen it end well um, for for organizations that are growing. So that's kind of my gut reaction at the same time i see why it might be helpful and appealing guys now that i pontificated for a good five minutes what do you guys think (laughs) 
Um, I think first of all, we need to check how healthy your gut is. Um, <laughs> really, really? Okay. Well, you know, I deserve that because I did start with really corny jokes. So just, you know, take your pile of dad jokes and let's just share them with everybody. <laughs> My daughter did have a tapeworm in her stomach. So, I mean, you could always yeah, go to oh. a stool sample. Like I'm both horrified and gross at the t- same time. I have actually witnessed how cute that kid is. And like, how, how, could, how is that even possible? I think it would try to escape. It would be like, let me make it yeah. worse. We did a stool sample on her and sh- they lost it. So we no. didn't know for an extra five months because they lost some of the data that went with it, which was specifically that, Hey, it's actually this thing. And so then we did the t- same test over data again. Loss is real people. Like, well, we could have prevented this. Data loss is real. Yeah. When you first said they lost it, I thought you meant like I, just, I imagined them like doing a sample and there was a tapeworm and they're like, "Crap, where to go?" Well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know if it was like actual stool they lost or what, but it was bad. Anyway, oh, I would. So that's a crappy deal. So <laughs> I have two things for this that I really like, and they go they conflict against each other because. I don't think that anybody, I think that there is something to be said for a jack of all trades, a master of none. There is something to be said for that, even if they're Salesforce. I, I think Salesforce is probably the, the most amazing tool and there's something to be said for Amazon is going to be rocking and rolling for a really long time, but I don't know if they necessarily are the best at everything they do. AWS, they're amazing at Salesforce, definitely understands the whole getting people into the funnel and continuing to click. But at the same time, there's probably things that they incorporate Incorporate that isn't the best and they can go buy the best and try to fix it. But I think that's really difficult, but also on the same point of things, um, working in the community mental health field where, um, if I were to have a client come in that sees a doctor for their medication comes for me to counseling. If they came and saw my doctor, the doctor at our agency, the ability to communicate with them is so much easier. Um, and the ability to, Kind of, hey, sit down, talk with them and see what's going on as opposed to making a phone call to this person or if they didn't even sign a release, they can't talk to them about this thing. The ability to have that conversation is so much easier when that happens. And so I think that that's something to recognize too. Um, I don't know. That's kind of my initial thoughts with this. Where, where did you guys take it from there? So, so just to... Um, so, so Jeremy, you're talking about being able to, uh, the fact that the all-in-one systems enable you to really access, I mean, the sharing, you're talking more about the kind of the sharing of the resource. Yeah. For example, in this case, that could be data and the advantages of that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and, and, it, and it can be. Like if you yeah, were to do advertising along with um, integrating into your newsletter and wanting to mm-hmm. do specific signups through Google and yeah. all of those different and social media stuff. And all that was in different places. Now you're looking at mm-hmm. 10 different reports, trying to associate all the different data usage between each other. Maybe you could come up with something amazing from that, but most likely it's actually going to be something that's hodgepodge together. Right. Mm. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, uh, gee, I don't know if I have any answer uh in the sense that I, I i appreciate the power that you could that you actually get from being able to have everything integrated in that sense 
But at the same time, I think about what Eric is saying in terms of just his gut. I think my problem is that I, I, I easily lean towards your, your thinking, Eric, and in, in that the moment everything becomes uh, one big integrated thing, I'm always skeptical, or cyni- is it skeptical or cynical? One of those words um, of a single point of failure. Uh, and if that goes down, now um, what happens? Um, to my data, um, what happens to all my other systems? The question is, can you, maybe Eric, you can help from a technical perspective is what I'm just thinking is that what if you had all these things and you had the specialists building whatever they're building and and um, instead of just going the all-in-one route, you kind of then would use some sort of API to connect the different platforms. Yeah, yeah, APIs can be, super power powerful for these kind of things and knowing what you want to do and outlining ahead of time is you know really where it's at and you you really have to look at look past the marketing and sales um you have to look at what you're doing and say what do we need to have happen opposed to someone saying hey you would like it if this would happen like there is a difference in in the approach um being sold something or a concept or an idea that you're going to use versus this is what we needed. This is what we're going to do. I I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Um, I I just feel like, especially when it comes to churches, a vast majority of them do not need an all-in-one system. They just, you you just don't like, um, you can run your email marketing. You can use the email marketing tool and it can be used for email marketing. It can be used for internal mass communications, you know, like email blasts, all those different things. You know, you had that hooked up to the website. Like there's APIs for that. It doesn't need to reside in, in the same system. Those, those lists can be managed separately. Um, and you go like, oh, well, but, you know, the, the, you know, the MailChimp and the, you know, our membership directory that we have. Well, you know, where does that membership directory live? Like you begin to get into these questions that you can find answers to, you know, uh, your email marketing systems can import lists. Also, the the email address that somebody has on file for your church may not necessarily be the one that they want to, to be get email blasts from, right? Um, so... In the money and the investment that is needed, right? Or you know your 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 donation systems. And there's a lot of way for these things to talk to each other using APIs, like you've outlined outlined blessing. But the thing of it is, is that you have no flexibility to break away. You find a better service, a better rate, um, or or that's a that's that's a real big one because you are so trapped in. Well, we can't do that. Why? You know, we can't add this to the website because our CMS, our membership directory, our donation, our tax forms, all of that is in one thing, right? Um, and that's why it makes me nervous. At the same time, like Jeremy says, pulling from all that data can be super powerful. So I think you really just have to outline what you need and, and go from there. And, you know, if you can, if you can build and connect it using APIs um, and, and not a gross amount of effort, then I really recommend having separate pieces 
and connecting those separate pieces. Um, but if all these complex things you want to do and you don't have the technical means to connect the dots and you're not worried about being locked into a proprietary system, then by all means go for the all in one system, right? I'm not going to tell somebody no. Like I don't, I, I am not a fan of Wix sites and Squarespace sites, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? There are some situations where that's, that's useful, yeah, right? Friends don't let friends so. do Wix sites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, and if you ever want a website uh, to be migrated ever, then you don't use Divi on WordPress. That's um, some fighting words for some people. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if those words make you fight, then you lack a foundational understanding of WordPress and the migration of data. Plain and simple. And I hope you don't call yourself a website developer. Because <laughs> 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 you can play, you can drag and drop and play around with short codes. That doesn't make yeah, you a developer. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I think about it's, it's only painful because it's true, Jeremy. <laughs> what happens if you used to do the developing stuff and now you're like, you know what? I don't have time. I don't want to do any more of that. Can you call yourself a husband? No, not a lazy developer. Then, then if I mean, if you really are a developer, then you know, then you know what you're doing. And like I said, with these other tools, there are situations where Divi is perfectly fine. Um, I just see it used in many situations that it should not be being used at all. And if you're using it to, to build your web, your church website, I'm sorry. I am I'm such a a skeptic when it comes to that. I've seen I mean I've seen what happens, especially with things that come with a lot of short code and that, and deactivate that and whoops, you know. Um, yeah, if you don't have a problem, you know, if you're really honest, a lot of church websites, you know, if you if you only have a dozen pages, like no big deal, you can rebuild a dozen pages if you want to change your design or use a different theme or, you know, uh, migrate or update to something different. If if you don't want to be eternally married to Divi for the rest of your life, then by all means, um, you know, rebuild your twelve pages. No big deal. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, uh, rebuilds happen. Um, but when you're talking about larger infrastructure, possibly nonprofit sites that are, have much more robust systems, or maybe you've tied in some, uh, you know, membership directory kind of stuff into your database or something like that. If you get into that, then, oh, I would, I would, that would be a nightmare. How, how yeah, do I sure. now determine, like, um, see, on the one hand, I see, we're not, we're, I'm just still kind of processing, excuse my slow processing. On the other hand, I'm just thinking of a, of a church where there isn't a lot of resource in terms of technical or manpower, you know, um, and I can think of, you know, like, do I, what to do? Well, mm-hmm. here, here's the thing, Blessing, is that it, if you don't have the technical power know-how, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use a bad system, right? There are other there are other options out there. Church themes have some great themes that, that follow some good, good kind of quote-unquote code of conduct, right? Good practices. Um, a lot of themes that are not deemed quote-unquote church themes can be used as a church theme. Um, everybody knows that when you pull a theme out and hook it up it looks nothing like the demo unless you're you know if, unless you're importing the xml data file it's not it, you're like why does my 
website look so bad compared to the demo, right? Because you don't have all that cool content to jam, jam in there yet, you know? Jam it in there and see what happens. Then there's, there isn't necessarily need need to do that. Um, but, you know. How, how do I... This is the other thing that I think a lot of people would then ask. How do I know which all-in-one systems... Um, like how it's some sort of litmus test, if I can call it that. Mm. Oh, for the all-in-one systems. Yeah, yeah I, I really think that, you know, you should weigh your cost. I mean, doesn't that usually what it comes down to, Jeremy? Kind of your your, your cost and efficiency, you know, um, kind of weighing all yes, of that Yes, as well as this is not a fun one to talk about, but ignorance about just not knowing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Wouldn't we just want to do this? No, no, you don't want to just do that like mm. not even taking into effect all the different things that need to be considered. So sometimes you just need to educate yourself. Maybe you need to go take a design class at college or talk to some other churches. Wow. Cause you know, like I said, there um, was Ecclesia that some of those, they, they have some kind of all in one ish systems that put it all together and they have some high quality product. Like there, there are, you know, there are situations where these can be really good based on what you need to do. Um, and sometimes they can cost you more, whether it be that monthly payment or the limit, the limits that are put in place or the overkill, right? It's something that's over-engineered. I've seen that many times too. I've seen um, developer-built websites, right? That's got intricate code and huge systems and, and over, that are over-deved to, to kind of balance out my Divi comments, right? That have been so over-developed. You're like, what are you doing? Like... It's a one-page website. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, maybe not that that much of an extreme, but the point being is is that th- these extremes can go both ways. Um, and I'm really hesitant to be dogmatic, w- really one way or another. And Jeremy has said it before. We've done topics on this before about when people ask for a suggestion and everybody feels like it's a election and a popularity contest to th- for their favorite tool instead of asking really pointed questions of what do you need to do? What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Like getting details about that one particular situation to figure out which tool fits them the best, right? And if we're honest, a lot of these services out there that are that are selling to you, they, they you know, some of them may be really interested in what's best for you, but more than likely they're going to be trying to sell you on their what's product, best for them. right? <laughs> yeah, what's best for them, right? So, like Jeremy said, educate yourself and figure out, you know, what's unique about your situation. And then, once you've educated yourself enough, you can look and see, you know, is this the best approach for me? If it is, and you feel feel like it is, then you're the best person to know. Go for it. And there's, I don't remember what this is exactly called. This is something that has to do with marketing, and it's not called this, but there's something like new buyer syndrome, where because you have just learned about this and seen some success that in itself makes it feel like this is the best thing out there. And so you come back from this conference with Salesforce or this youth ministry conference or this conversation with the, um, the youth pastor down the street or the tech person down the street. And you're like, this thing is going to solve all of our problems. It's working for them. I absolutely need to have it, which is also why we then start to get imposter syndrome where we feel like we are just faking it and we're not really actually doing anything good because mm-hmm. the only comparison that we've actually had for doing good is based off of other people. That's not healthy. Um, and so we have to realize that sometimes that all plays into this and we need to be careful of that. Mm. 
Um, I think I think there's some great wisdom in that. Um, yeah. So be careful with like, this is definitely the thing I need for myself because it might not be, it might actually be the best thing that you thought of, but there's so many other better things out there. Yeah. Yeah. So move slower, especially if it's something that's really going to impact your church in a big way. Move slowly, listen a lot, and talk to many people. And, and And I've talked about this before, especially in the church tech community it really feels like there's a church tech and comms community hive mind where everyone thinks they have to do the same thing oh, yeah. um oh, and yeah. it drives me flipping nuts it's so like no one's really interested in best practices <laughs> yeah. i mean how many times do you yeah. go onto a facebook group and say show me your best blink and go and first of all, I have the, an issue with Ango. Don't tell me what to do. It's not your job. That's kind of weird. <laughs> but that's a, that's a minor thing. Um, but the whole idea of like, instead of why did you come across this? What led you to make this decision? It's show me your best stuff so I can imitate it too. Right. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, a few weeks ago, I was at a, um, pro- a professional conference and it was just interesting to see and hear, you know, in a different pool of people, um, there was a lot of talk of, best practices um, and kind of making the world a better place with your product and service, as well as us discussing our different approaches and why they were different uh, and, and understanding our approaches. So we had a better understanding of our own approaches, right? Um, it was just interesting. The, the different, the, the difference that I've seen that I saw in that community versus um, some of the church tech community where it just, it just a huge difference. And I think collectively as church techers, um, we could do a lot better about that. Like I challenge you, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're, I've already ticked you off. Um, and maybe I just really pushed it over the edge with this last comment. But, um, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, um, please, you know, take it as a challenge to, to, you know, level up and think about what's best practices. What's, what is the best way for this to be done? What is the most efficient? What is the most, um, you know, uh, practice. Yeah. Best practice. What's best practice to do this, right? Look, looking in other industries and circles of how they're doing it and why they're doing it that way. Um, and, and talking about our our unique situations and positions and struggles and talking that through and having understanding of why we're making the choices that we're doing so that we're making data data driven decisions and not just yeah this like pop, like pick mine so that it's cool yeah yeah no I agree I agree Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. If you tell him when to push back, he will push back against your pushback and not push back. Sure. Okay. Don't tell me when to push back. <laughs> all right. That's and that's the pushback of all pushbacks right now. Okay. <laughs> the ultimate. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.